Introducing the SND Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Welcome to episode 213 of the SND Podcast Show. Steven is here. We're going to do things a little different this football season due to, at least to start the football season. Uh, Steven and Dan are here a little old school early in the show. Just the two of us for a little while. We'll bring Vin on a little later to do some picks. But Danny, what's going on? It's finally NFL football season. Yeah, it's finally here tomorrow night. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles are defending their Super Bowl crown against the Atlanta Falcons. So, uh, yeah, it's an ugly night for watching them unreal the banner. But uh, I'm glad it's back. I can't wait for Sunday morning around 8.30 when I'm entering the parking lot of MetLife. Uh, can't wait for that. Have a great time, like always. So I'm excited about that. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm assuming you're excited as well. Of course, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, and pumped up talking to some people from get, from the games that I sit near that we're excited to see, of course. Um, haven't seen in a while. So it should be fun Sunday. Yeah, it should be a fun time on Sunday. Got to see, we haven't seen everybody in a long time. Um, but yeah, that's Sunday. Um, you know, college football's already started, so we have that little fun going. Um... Just a reminder for everybody, our football preview show, where all our division picks that are 100% wrong, <laughs> is now on the podcast. So if you haven't heard that one yet, please go listen to that. Um, we will be making our picks with the spreads later on today. Uh, so keep in mind, it's not just the winners, but the spreads of the games we're picking. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter... Uh, SNDblog.com, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, uh, all the fun apps. Make sure you listen to us and share us with all your friends. Thank you to everybody who's been checking out the blog. It's been really kicking ass as of late. Um, it is football season, so a lot more stuff is coming up on there. A lot of great content yeah. coming out. We're in a lot of talks with a lot of people to kind of join us also and possibly start blogging with us. So that's going to be kind of cool. Um, you got anything to promote or anything, Danny? Um, I'm probably gonna have my pregame and postgame Giants blog. Um, definitely before Sunday morning, I'm gonna have that out. And then whenever I can get time between Monday or Tuesday, I'll have a postgame up. And uh, my wife started a new Instagram post uh, blog for Weight Watchers, so that's pretty cool. It's Weekly Warrior on Instagram, so she's been posting a lot on that as well. Might get her to actually blog on the podcast. So, other than that, it's going to be football season, and I'm excited to see what's going on with that. Awesome. Yeah, so with all that being said, 
Let's, uh, let's go right into our leadoff. Introducing the s Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. So this week's leadoff, um... People in the NFL are getting paid. That's really what it's coming down to. Um, and there was just a crazy trade, of course, happening after we blo- after we had our preview show. Or was it before? It was before. It was the day after. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cle- Which I think is just ridiculous that Cleo Mack, for two first-round pit. What was it? Two firsts? Yeah, two firsts, a couple seconds, and they gave us second back. And then I think another conditional pick also was also involved in it to the Raiders. Yeah. But, like, not to the Raiders, to the Bears. Um, I, I don't I don't know. It's getting kind of ridiculous. Like, we see the NBA contracts and how they just keep going up and up and up. And I get it in all of sports. It's just like, all right, this guy makes this. All right, I play the same position. I should be making this. The... I wouldn't say the NHL has the best structure when it comes to paying players. But the initial, like, start of their careers for paying them is pretty cut and dry. And I feel like most leagues can take kind of the blueprint from the NHL. And the NFL kind of did this with their first round, like, having set, like, contracts for their first rounds or second rounds and things like that but it's that second contract for athletes that's always going to be either that crazy ridiculous amount or no amount at all basically and i also get how in the nfl like most of these guys that second contract is their contract they're like that's going to be the one that they're going to make their money on because let's face it an average nfl career is about what five to six years that's that's the actually the extreme of it it's usually two to three on a good note on average right so really so, like those second round picks this, if you make it yeah if you make it to your second contract it means thankfully you've been healthy and performing um yeah it, it's just it's just how crazy the situation can get it just goes to show you on Teams don't expect to get most of the players onto the second contract. Like two years ago, when they the Raiders extended Carr because of his good play, but not worrying about taking care of Mac when Max arguably he's he's been MVP twice twice right Def- at least twice defensive player yeah and it's and it's it's just insane to me it it's uh. It's really insane to me that like the Raiders fell asleep and they didn't want to play a premier pass rusher. They should have figured something out and gotten that taken care of because those are the two, arguably the two most important positions on the whole field. I mean, um, they took care. They took care of two of their important guys, but they had to realize there was a third guy they had to take care of. They took care of Cooper, if I remember correctly. 
Oh yeah. Oh, did they take care of Cooper? I don't remember. I don't remember if he got paid, but I feel like he did. He had to have gotten paid because he's still there. No, Cooper's still Cooper's still on his rookie contract though. Really? Yeah. He came after them, if I remember correctly. Oh wow, he is. Yeah, no the the Raiders the Raiders botched that one. Wow, he's got and he's got another year. Yeah. Well, he's jumping from seven. He's jumping from a seven million dollar cap hit to a thirteen thousand, almost fourteen thousand dollar cap hit next year. Yeah, it, it's 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 crazy. Like it's the thing with this is, I don't mind players going for the money. Obviously, with the, especially in football, especially how how short the career is and how banged up they get, but. Like the value of certain players, like I know running backs aren't usually getting paid the most, but Le'Veon Bell is one of those players that doesn't matter what position he is, he should get paid what he does on the field because he's arguably he is the Steelers' second best offensive wide receiver more times than not. He's the second leading receiver on that team, so he's doing a lot more than the average running back per se. So. With those, when people argue with, oh, he's just a running back, they don't deserve that money. I think certain situations override that, and people forget that. You, you agree or disagree on that? No, I do agree with you on that one. Like, like if he's your star player like that, you, you got to take care of him. But with the Steelers situation, obviously with Big Ben, we don't know how much how much time left he has. Obviously, he's a big payday, and they just paid Brown. So it's it's a sticky situation with them. Well, they just paid Brown, which was the smart move, of course. Oh, oh yeah, of course. You're paying You're paying that, obviously. And then you got to... I don't know how you just sit there and but, just not yeah, pay yeah, Bell. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy to me. Uh, and, and, the thing with, and the thing with that is the cap goes up every year. So it, sh- it it should help teams be able to um, take care of their own players if they want to keep them. Um, someone th- I heard this somewhere like they should they should get advantages of keeping their own players like the NBA does with the bird rights. I think the NFL should sort of find a way to incorporate that sort of rule because obviously with the cap situation more times than not. You're gonna. It's it's a it's it can stun your growth of your team right away if you're if you do it poorly. So it, it's it's tough to situations. But last week, like we said, four guys got extensions, which were all well deserved. So there wasn't any arguments. There were four guys, each in their their uh, well three out of the four because Donald got outstaged by Mac the next day, but. They all had the highest paid per position. They they all they, they all they, they all earn their contracts, but it's just like what people don't realize with the NFL contracts. I mean, the numbers are ridiculous, but every single one of them, all the NFL contracts, have a date for them to hit their guaranteed money by for each season. Like they're guaranteed a certain amount of money each season. But they have to like be on the roster at this point and this date, or not be hurt at this date. 
And if they're not, they're not getting that money. Like Beckham, what, what was Beckham? Ninety million. Uh yeah. Okay. But he's he's getting sixty of it. Right, he's getting sixty of it. But for the rest of it, he needs to be probably has to be on the roster for certain days. Let's see if I can get the full breakdown over here. Sports contract usually has it. And then, and then with those contracts, it it's it also helps out the teams with the. Okay, so for example, Beckham right now has a buyout after the 2020 season for three years at 52, 000, 52 million at eight million against the cap. He got 40.95 million guaranteed at signing. Um, the then there's a remaining which is spread out over the next couple of years. If he's, he gets 11.25 guaranteed if he's on the team on the third day of the league in 2020. And it's the same thing for 2021. And then he also gets a million dollars a year for 21 through 23 for being on the team and showing up for the first day of training camp. Yeah, it, it like with those, like with those, it's, it's. It it is it honestly it's a, such a year to year thing with the NFL. God forbid if something was to happen, they could easily end that right away. Right. So, it you gotta ju- you just gotta worry about what the guarantee is with the NFL because honestly, nine out of ten times you do not see a player end on their co- their contract or they rework their contract. So you actually never see them making that amount of money ever. Very rarely. Right. And like I said, there's days that Beckham's contract goes into effect for the season. Like, they yeah. can cut him the day before that goes happens and be like, all right, come back in two days and we'll re- renegotiate. Exactly. And based on the season. And I guarantee you that's part of the conversation a lot of the owners have with a lot of the agents. They probably say, listen, these are the dates we're going to say. If we have to, if let's say your client gets hurt, we may cut him before this date, but just keep in mind, we're, we will talk about whether or not we want him or not. We'll let you know and say, listen, we're going to cut him, but come back. We're going to basically renegotiate. We're going to redo the deal. Oh, yeah, definitely. That that happens. Nine, like next year is going to be interesting with the Giants. They're going to have Vernon. They have Snacks and they have Janoris Jenkins all making those big paydays that they didn't expect to happen. Oh, I'm sorry with that drafting. Uh, but with that, with that, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the Giants make wiggle room of the, uh, like the Landon Collins of the world and all those other guys to figure out what is the best scenario for uh, best scenario for everybody else. It it, it it you really you really 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 got to give a lot of credit to general managers who actually take care of everybody's wide receiver um take care of all the players that are getting it because obviously they don't if they don't make the right moves they get fired real quickly so it's it's i i'm i'm glad i'm not a general manager in the nfl right yeah 
I mean, think about this also. Like, I was talking to my boss's girlfriend last night about it, and we were kind of talking about how in football, the contract, you know, they say these guaranteed numbers, but they're really not guaranteed. But, you know, I compared it to a guy like A-Rod who signed the $300 million contract who could have got hit by a bus the next day. But as long as the ink was was on the piece of paper, he got $300 million. Like, in baseball, it's fully guaranteed. Yeah, no, that's the crazy thing about it. Like, I mean, yeah, they can fight, like, the Players Association or the, the league and be like, oh, we shouldn't play this much, blah, 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 and insurance and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, granted, you know, the Mets every year with David Wright make sure he's on the DL for a certain amount of time so they don't have to pay him. Yeah, but the, with the whole David Wright scenario, it's just baffling. That he's not going to play Friday? Yeah. Easy money for easy tickets. He'll, he'll play. He's going to play in the homestand, though. Yeah, I, I think so, too. It's kind of upsetting that it won't be Friday, but whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. You, he, the Mets are dumb enough to not to backpedal on this like they always do with everything else. The biggest question is, why isn't Peter Alonso up? Is crazy to me, but well, that's because be they don't want to pay him. I know, typical. Uh, but he'll be the starting first baseman next year, unless no, some won't. crazy no, Drew Bruce is. It's a shame. Jay Bruce is going to be the starting first baseman. Wonderful. You heard it here first. I can see it. Rising Apple said that they're trading him anyway. Peter Alonso. Because that's the Mets. Yeah, sounds like a Mets thing to do. With that being said, let's go play some uh, more Freak Show by Division 1.1. And we'll be right back. Alright, welcome back to the S&D Podcast. You just listened to Freak Show. Um... This is our first uh, weekly preview for the Jets and Giants. So um, let's start with, off with the Giants first because they start off 1 o'clock on Sunday opposed to the Jets that play on Monday Night Football. So figured might as well go with the Giants first. Um, it's going to be a real interesting game um, for the standpoint of it's going to be a real defensive struggle between the two teams because, let's face it, we do not know what... We do not know what the situation is with the Giants' offense yet. And on how good the Jaguars' defense was last year, that can not bode well for the Giants, especially with the brand-new offensive line, uh, Saquon Barkley's first professional game that counts. Um, and he hasn't played in three weeks. So it's going to be interesting to see whose defense blinks first so to speak, and can the Giants' offense muster anything? Because I really, really, really think the Giants' run defense could contain Fournette for the most part and make Blake Bortles throw on uh, third and long, second and long situations that can help the Giants' secondary and get him get the pass rush. And that was another thing I think the Giants have advantage is they don't know... They, you can't really game plan 
for the Giants because they do have the new the, their new team with the new coach and new new coaches at everywhere. You can maybe game plan maybe oh the Vikings did this last couple of years and the the Cardinals did this the last couple of years, but it's different personnel. They could they can easily change it up on the fly and. You don't know what the Giants are going to bring to the table. So I, I think the Giants are going to find a way to pull this game out. A lot of people obviously don't think the Giants will because of how good the Jaguars were last year and how historic their defense was last year. I think their defense is going to take maybe a step back. Uh, Cam Fowler is not playing. He's he's suspended for this game. So Cam Fowler, you mean Devontae? Um... Uh, oh, Fowler, Fowler Jr. Yeah, the defensive end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he, he was suspended for this game. So it's a little less of a pressure. It's still going to be interesting to see. Do do the Jaguars have Ramsey facing Odell Beckham, or do they have the second corner face Beckham and have Ramsey line up against Shepard and just have the double team on Beckham? So I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm expecting Ingram, who, Ingram, guys like Ingram and hopefully Barkley be the guys to carry the load on uh, Sunday because it's going to be real interesting to see how everything works out. It's like a guessing game because you don't know what to expect because you haven't seen the Giants' main guys play at all this preseason. So we have no idea what to expect. Right. Um, it's going to be fun to watch because, like you said, what what's exactly going to happen here? Like, we don't know. Um, we're basically going to get our ch- first chance to see the Giants. Yeah, if this is our real legit first chance to see the Giants and see what exactly is going to happen. Uh, it's, it's really going to be one of those interesting things to see how 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 they look because yeah it's one thing to see one thing to see them play for one quarter or one half like not game planning more for majority of the time it's really going to be interesting to see everything how how aggressive the defense can be how how Shermer does something on third down what play calling he he likes to do so I'm excited to see it. I, I think they're going to pull it out just for the sure fact that Blake Bortles really has no one to throw to. But it's just really, does can Eli just make the smart plays and doesn't die, basically? Right. Um, you know, and be able to run to the left side so he's sort of protected a little longer. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> Um, but there's also the Jets, who are going to Detroit, another team that, who knows? Yeah, De- Detroit's one of those weird teams. Their defense is god-awful. Their offense couldn't carry a load. So it's a good game for the Jets to start Sam Darnold as his rookie campaign as the youngest starter. Did they say history? But obviously, as of right now, they're def- he's definitely the youngest. So... It really, 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 really is interesting to see uh, how they they manage everything. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see what Sam Donald can bring to the table. I know there's a lot of talk that um, 
that the Giants messed up and passing on him, obviously, with all the other situations of taking Barkley and everything like that. And what about the future of Eli Manning and this and that? So I'm excited to see, is he going to be the the first guy in Jets history since Joe Namath to carry the Jets? Or is he on that long laundry list of ex-Jets quarterbacks that, what should coulda shoulda woulda situation with that? I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited to see. I'm really excited to see what kind of player he really is. I think the biggest thing with them is going to be, um, like having Darnold back there. A running game would be really nice. Now, yeah, they have a veteran running game. The the problem with the Jets' offense is their offensive line as well is not the the safest. So they they really they better find a way to get that run going. Right. So you got to think like you got you have to be able to run the ball if you're them. If you don't yeah. run the ball, this guy's going to have to be back there throwing forty times a game. He's going to get smushed. Yeah, it's it could it could it could be ugly, for sure. So that's going to be interesting, and then they're playing the Lions. Who? It's going to be interesting to see how the Jets secondary handles the Lions' offense because we know they're pass very pass happy. It's really going to be interesting. Can they get any sort of running game? Can they get anything out of the running games? I I like Keon Johnson. From Auburn, I, I mentioned that in my Giants blog a couple weeks ago when they played. He could he could find a way to become their outright pass running back. Overall, they could have a dangerous team, especially with Blunt as their goal line kept back, and then either um, Theo Reddick or Muhammad as their pass catching running backs. They have a they have a stable that can be problematic for teams in the NFL if they decide to use them correctly. Um, obviously, they have Marvin Jones Jr. and my personal favorite, Golden Tate from Notre Dame. They're very, they're very solid offense if they just get a running game. If they could be very scary, and they could potentially make a run out of a playoff spot if everything goes to plan, but their defense isn't that special. But their offense can go toe-to-toe with pretty much anybody. Right, especially with the receivers of Tate and um, Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones Jr. Um, yeah, that, uh, that's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm just excited for both of these games because there's a lot of questioning between both of them on what to expect because there's a lot of uncertainty out of the Giants and Jets. And there's a lot of positives that can happen, come out of this game, and a lot of negatives. So. It's going to be interesting to listen to WFN after both of these games. Uh, but I, the negativity at coming out of uh, WFN the last couple of days, it's just like, all right, we get it. We The whole uh, Davis Webb situation is is a crazy scenario. But obviously, they, were, they didn't want this drama. They didn't want a drama quarterback controversy, especially with Eli Manning still having what it takes to be a competent quarterback. So, right, and also they like they said it too. Like they, he was not good on a scout team. They brought in a guy who was good with the scout team. 
who knew how to, who knows how to run a scout team, which is why they felt like the Giants struggled because Davis Webb doesn't know how to run a scout team. Plus, the best part was all the Jet fans ripping the Giants for saying that they're the that he's the next guy and then cutting him, and then they sign him and they're like, oh, we're gonna trade him for picks. Like, no, you're not. No, he the Giants. The, you guys are idiots because the Giants tried to trade him the day before. And no one wanted him because they don't know what he's going to bring to the table, which is rightfully so. And that's another situation where the Giants messed up last year. If they were going to sit Peyton, if they were going to sit Eli, they should have at least thought of playing Davis Webb at some point in any of those games when they decided to maybe not start Eli, well, start Eli and then bring Davis Webb in any of those games where we were about to lose. But granted, half those games, we were in in it. So, they could do damage down. But I did like Davis Webb for what he was worth. I, I wish we kept him. But honestly, the new regime cleaned house on pretty much everybody that was part of the Reese administration unless they were value, valuable piece. So, Let's see what happens with Laletta. Maybe he learns something from Eli, and when that time comes, we'll figure it out when we get there. Hopefully, we don't get burned by it. That's the only thing I can take away from that. It's can the Giants not get burned by it right. whenever that day comes. Listen, they can they can love Davis Webb all they want. Again, oh yeah, definitely. I don't I don't get why if. Like we were literally, we literally wanted to to trade him, and nobody wanted him. Oh yeah, exactly. I, I'm I'm not upset. I was shocked, but I wasn't upset about it. Like I, a lot of people were going crazy about it, which we never saw the guy play in an actual game, and it it is what it is because he wasn't going to start, regardless. Right. Yeah, he wasn't going to start, and it was so dumb because like. They could have easily played him in Oakland. If you were so high on a kid, why not play him in the Oakland game? Yeah, exactly. So that alone is like, all right, whatever. (laughs) You're not interested. Yep, pretty much. So, all right, with that being said, um... Let's take a quick break, and we're going to be right back with Vin with our picture. And welcome back to episode 213 of the S&D Podcast Show. Week 1, NFL, it's time. Play that music that Mike French has to play on the show. So and, oh crap! I gotta re-download that. Right, and we're gonna get some. I mean, I mean, NFL pay picks. for it with my money, and not illegally right. take it. Completely legally do everything on this show, of right. course. Okay. I, for one, very excited for football to be back. I don't know about you guys. No, I'm kind of excited. Of course, I'm excited. <laughs> So, we're, we're, well, obviously, we're going to start with the Thursday night game. And right. Sorry. Thursday night game. 
Um, we're, we're picking every game every week with the spread. Yeah. So when you lose, don't come crying to us because I have already lost all my, my uh, offshore account money in the first three college games I bet. So I'm already done for the year. All right, then. Killing it. God bless Alabama covering the 24. Michigan, Florida State, and... What a loser. God. <laughs> yep. So I got why, murdered. Why, and who why, did... Why did you... Okay, so the Michigan Florida thing... State? Michigan thing, fine. Okay. Florida right. State, what possessed the, you to do that one? I don't know. Because they steal they, crab legs. They were playing... I didn't want to pick Virginia Tech. So it, was, I, it was honestly just a spur-of-the-moment decision. Where was yeah, that well, game? Uh, Florida State. Okay, I was going to say, because if it's at that Virginia Tech, with the Enter Sandman entrance, like, you have to pick Virginia Tech. Not only that, that was the reason. Florida, Florida State's in a rebuild year, so... I know. Good, good job following that, Ben. I don't pay attention. That's the, that's the first thing. Second thing is... I bet Michigan, not realizing the game was a, you know, a road game, and they were road favorites, and I never take a road favorite. So I annoyed myself with that one. So I was like, okay, I'm taking a home favorite, and it didn't work. What was the other game? I bet the LSU game, whoever played LSU. I Miami. <laughs> Miami. I bet, I bet Miami. Yeah. So you could see Michigan was close. The other two, absolute blowout. So I'm done. That, that's what you get for going against Coach O. Hey, I did, I did I, tweet you out that, Vin. Right. You I, tweeted me. In all fairness, in all fairness, Miami Coach should have been Tigers. a lot better in that game. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, let's get into the picks. First game. Falcons, Eagles. Um, obviously in the Philly, Super Bowl champions. Yeah. Um, I like Atlanta in this game, to be honest. Um, Remember recovering. I don't think... What? Eagles by one. Yeah, so I think Atlanta would plus the one. Because I don't think Nick Foles is that good still. I mean, maybe I'll be wrong. But... I'm going to take Atlanta week one. Um, you know, I think there's still only one team to ever lose the first game after winning a no, Super Bowl. Two. I don't count the Ravens. They were on the road. No, no, no. Last year. Last year. Patriots. Oh, yeah. Patriots got blown out last year. That's right. That is correct, Daniel. When we all got introduced to Kareem Hunt. Yeah, and Tariq Hill. Right. Even though we knew right. him, but yeah. like we knew Hill, but like then we were like, "Oh God, the Chiefs are going to be good." Um, <laughs> I am going to also go with Vin on this one, and not just being anti-Philly. Just they're really banged up the Eagles right now, and then they their their one offense just didn't look good for four weeks. Like it just hasn't looked good at all in the preseason. So, I'm going to go with Atlanta on the road, plus oh, one. Oh, boy. That means Philly's winning. Uh, because I'm <laughs> going 
the Falcons as well because of the reasons Steve said. Don't really have to elaborate on it because you guys both said it. Atlanta is the only team in the league with nobody on IR or PUP. Okay, that's a nice stat. So technically, healthiest team in the league. Okay. Oh, good voice. Speaking of healthy teams, the Mets started. Yeah, I said that. I said the word healthy and Mets in the same sentence. Yeah, Jay Bruce, home runs. Let's go. Um, okay, game two. I don't know what do you guys have. In a second. Uh, Stephen, where are we going? Browns. With the Steelers at Browns, three and a half for the Steelers. I'm, uh, I'm gonna go with the Steelers cover, but barely cover. This is going to be a lot closer of a game than people are going to expect. And Cleveland's going to make their mark for the season. This is going to be that game that the, that the, that the Browns are going to be like, alright, this is the game that we're going to show we're something, but the Steelers are still going to come out on top, even without Le'Veon. Okay. So I'm going to go, Bra- I'm going to go Steelers minus three minutes. Mm. Ben, you want to go? Yeah, I'm also t- I'm taking the Browns. Um, uh, three point, three and a half point underdogs at home. I, the Steelers, there is clear issues with the Steelers. Um, obviously, Le'Veon not being there, but like now the guys are calling them out. Clearly, Tomlin is. Tomlin's never had a great grasp of the locker room. They always kind of do what they want to do. I mean, the backup James Conner could be could step up and be a, a solid player, but I I'm going to take the Browns Week One. I think at home they'll be excited. Fresh start. Josh Gordon should be in the lineup. I'm taking him. Uh, all right, I'm taking the Steelers. I know a lot of it's going on with uh, Le'Veon, obviously, but no. It, when has Big Ben ever lost to the Browns in the last ten years? Very rarely. Um, I'm just they just the Steelers have too much firepower. The Browns, even though they are a better team so far this year on paper, I Steelers are just gonna find a way to pull it pull it out and cover. So I'm going Steelers. Alright. The moment we've all been waiting for. Andrew Luck to step on the field for the Indianapolis Colts in a regular season game. Seems like they drafted him 15 years ago, and he's never played a game. Sure has been a while. Um, I think all that momentum and how bad the Bengals are, even though Marvin Lewis claims they're a Super Bowl team, I'm going to say Colts minus three at home. That's another. This, was, prove- uh, this is another prove it to me game. Uh, I'm going Bengals. I I just I think they're gonna find a way to pull it. The Colts need to show me a little bit more before I trust them, especially with it being Week One, with Andrew Luck being back after the first time in a year. It's more of a prove it. So I'm going. I'm going Bengals in the points. Bengals plus three. 
I think the Colts win. And even though it's only a three-point spread, I'm taking the Bengals to, you know, it'll, it'll be a close game. Maybe it'll be a push is kind of what I'm thinking. But I'm taking the Bengals and the points. Okay. The Colts, the Colts defense is atrocious. We have the Tennessee Titans minus one and a half. Going to Miami. Uh, I, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm Titans minus one and a half. Titans minus one yeah. and a half. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Not even close. Name name five guys on the not name Ryan Tannehill on the Dolphins and Danny Amendola. I I didn't even oh, remember. Oh, they got Danny the star Amendola. back. And Keon Drake. So we're all taking the Titans oh, yeah, minus he... one and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another prove it to me game. Okay. Next game I have is the 49ers going to Minnesota. Minnesota, <clears throat> Minnesota six and a half. Uh, this was the toughest game of the week for me. I was trying to figure this out. Does Jimmy G have enough magic on the road to cover the seven points? Uh, I'm going to say no. The, the home crowd's going to propel them and... I'm going Vikings. You know what? I'm, I'm going to say Vikings win, but they do not cover. Seven seems a little too high. So I'm going Niners with the cover, but Vikings win. Yeah, I'm going uh, Vikings. So you said Niners are going to cover, Dan? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Vikings cover this. At home. Vin, you said the same thing, right? Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. Deshaun Watson going into New England with some crazy train. This is a very interesting game. Um, I'm taking the patch at home, but this could be a lot closer than we think. They're, they're covering? Yeah, I'll do the cover. Yeah, I'm going Pats, too. I, I got to see Deshaun Watson with the knee injury the first time on a regular season playing field. And especially the worst team to match up against is the Patriots. Granted, he did have one of the greatest games of all time, even in a losing effort last year versus the Pats. So it'll be interesting to see how he comes out after being hurt all half, most of last year. So I'm going Pats. Um, I'm going to go Pats too because basically what you're telling me is Bill Belichick has had six months to prepare for Watson. Yep, basically. <laughs> but then you... again, if J.J. Watt decides to wake up, and stay healthy and clowny. Yep. They could definitely make the game a lot interesting, but it's the Pats. They'll score. So they'll they'll find a way to make it fourteen points. At some in some cases, these kind of games. So, Pats. Okay. Um, wow. The great Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Going to New Orleans, nine and a half. 
not even close. Saints all the way. Yeah, this is going to be one of those games. Saints are just going to completely poop on them. This is the biggest blowout of the week, in my opinion. Yeah, this is the this is going to be the game of the oof. It's going to be a long season for Tampa Bay. Yeah, even when Jameis gets back, I don't think they're going to be very good. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they're that bad in the three games that just that they announced that Fitzpatrick's going to be the quarterback. Out of stupidity, mainly. But also out of the pure fact of let's go for that first overall pick. Isn't this his contract year? It's Jameis' contract. Year. Oh, the next year. Next year. Okay. Yeah, but they can still cut him. Yeah. They can still cut him. Um. Next game I have is the Jags minus three at the Giants. Uh, this is going to be one of the most boring games of the week, uh, offensively wise. Offensive wise, unless some way somehow the Jaguars' defense isn't what they were last year. Um, but I don't trust Blake Bortles to go up against the Giants' defense and. Maybe, just maybe, Eli Manning gets some sort of protection. I think it could be a stretch, but I think the Giants can cover and find a way to win this game. It's only three-point spread, and I think we have a little bit better offense, so let's hopefully uh, get the win on Sunday. I'm going to say they're going to cover also. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say if they're going to win or not. But they're going to cover. It's going to be like a. They're up two. If they lose, they're up two and give up a field goal late. Yeah. It's going to be one of those games. I, I don't. I have to see Blake Bortles beat us kind of thing. Yeah, I don't think the. I, the Jaguars only went 10 and 6 last year. They were in a crappy division. Yeah, they gave the Patriots a run for that money. But I'm not sure they're going to be. This isn't going to be a blowout. But I do think they'll win. Okay, so who's covering then? I'll take. They're going to cover the three points. I'll take Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Uh. Okay. Uh, the next we have is Bills. Going to Baltimore. Oh, what's the spread in that? Seven and a half for Baltimore. That's a big spread, but it's in Baltimore, right? Yeah. Uh, Nathan Peterman starting the game. Probably a smart move for the Bills because uh, their offensive line is a mess. I'm taking the Ravens. I'm going Ravens win, but Bills cover. That's just too big, and the way the Ravens have been the last couple of years, it's that's a big spread. It is. You're right. It's probably going to be a 17-10 win, but eh, we'll see. Zero two five. 
Okay. Uh, the next one we have here is... I'm going with the Ravens to cover the 7.5. They'll go up big early, and then just that'll be, it out. that'll be the end yeah. of the game. Um, the Chiefs traveling to Los Angeles. Minus three and a half for the Chargers. Uh, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Chiefs. The, all the Chiefs fans are going to travel to this game. It's going to act like a mini Kansas City, and we're going to see Pat Mahomes uh, air it out for the first time as a starter. I like the Chargers. I like the Chargers defense. I think I can cover the three and a half. I'm taking them. Okay, I'm going to go with the Chiefs to win this game. Okay. Cover the- you guys like Pat Mahomes? I do. Like I said in the preview show, I, it's more of an Andy Reid. Andy Reid's track record, especially in the regular season, is going to carry Pat Mahomes over whatever threshold trust, trust he needs. Um, I wouldn't okay. say I like Pat Mahomes as much as I would say I trust... Kansas City's defense, and I feel like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are always just hurt, so it's just like up in the air right now for them. Okay. Uh, The next game we got are the Seahawks traveling to Denver, and Denver minus three. Ah. This was one of the easier ones to me, to be honest. Uh, I'm taking Denver. There's a chance Earl Thomas won't be a Seahawk by the end of the week. Um, and I don't think Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are an eight-win team at best. So I'm taking Denver. Yeah, I'm uh, going with Broncos also. Um, as much as I love Russell. Wilson, um, I just don't think the weapons are there on offense anymore. So I think they're going to yeah. struggle, in, especially in Denver. So I'm going to go with Broncos to cover. I'm going Broncos as well. The prospect of uh, Von Miller on one side, Bradley Chubb on the other side, is uh, just enough for me to take them, especially in at home for the first time of the year. Okay, the next game we have is Redskins Cardinals. Redskins Cardinals. Um, which is another, I mean, for me, it's a pretty easy one, I think. I'm taking, I took the, uh, the Cardinals. I think their roster is still, is better than the Redskins roster. If Sam Bradford can stay healthy, we've seen he's a decent quarterback. Yeah, at home. I like the Cardinals. I'm going to go with... um, I'm actually going to go with the Redskins on this one. Um, Alex Smith is just one of the most underrated quarterbacks in football. 
Let's, let's face the facts. So, I'm going to go with the, Reds, the Redskins to win this game. I'm, I'm going with the home team. Uh, I'm just going to go with the cards. Bradford's still healthy as of now, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the cards. Cardinals, okay. Uh, the next we have is the Cowboys, Panthers in Carolina. Minus three for the Panthers. I'm actually surprised this spread is so low, to be honest. Neither but team I'm taking really the Cowboys. A, neither team really has an offense. Eh. I'm taking the Cowboys to cover the three. I am too. I think Cowboys defense is going to be a lot better than what people expect. And they're going to try to contain Cam as the most part. And then obviously just have Zeke run until his legs fall off. So I'm going, I'm going to go with Dallas. Yeah, I'm going with Dallas as well. Um, I think the rush is better than people think from Dallas. Yeah. And and their light linebacking core is very, very, very fast. And if, if Sean Lee stays healthy, you know Sean Lee will get 10 to 15 tackles with no problem. Um, Sunday night football. For some All reason, right, Sunday night. For some odd reason, the Bears and Packers are playing Sunday night football this year. To start the season. Oldest rivalry in the history of the league. 199 matchup. Yeah, but let's face facts. Did you really think the Bears should be, like, before the trade? Did the Bears do anything last year to make themselves week one Sunday night worthy? I think it was, uh, I think they're going to do something with the Packers being 100th season. They're probably doing something during halftime that they might show. Yeah, but we're not completely see it making games. that out of my butt. I know, I'm just making that, pulling that out of my butt, but I could see that happening. I don't know that there's a ceremony planned, but it could be. I don't know one. I'm, I'm taking the Packers, obviously. What What's the spread in this game? Seven and a half. Yeah, what is it? Seven and a half? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm taking the Packers. It's Khalil Max just joined the team. He's still going to be a little sluggish and this and that. Uh, I'm, I'm taking the Packers. As long as Aaron Rodgers stays healthy, I'm taking them almost every night. Okay. Um, Monday night, we got the Jets at the Lions. Lions minus six and a half here. I'm actually going to go with the Jets plus six and a half here. Because the Jets may not win the game, but they're going to cover this game. Because A... The Lions are the Lions. And B, I, I really do like the Jet defense. Especially that secondary. Um, I'm taking the Lions. I think this is a tough matchup. Um, hostile environment. Darnold's first start on a Monday night. It's not going to be as smooth as uh, probably the rest of the season will be for him. But, yeah, I'm taking the Lions. Okay. Danny? Um, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. 
Um, I'm going with the Jets to cover. They might not win, but the Jets are going to cover. The Jets are going to surprise teams. You guys said it on our last episode. The Jets are going to surprise teams. Um, you know, they may not win, you know, eight games, but they're going to be close games this season. Um, all right, final game. The Do we know who's announcing this game yet? Do they have announced? Uh, I'll be sleeping. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know who the, the second team is. Like, can we make sure it's not, you know, Rex Moses Ryan? Moses Rex Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> and we're all going to And the guy who didn't speak English. No, that guy was fine. We can let the guy that doesn't speak English get another shot. Yeah, sure. Uh, this, another one. Three points for this I have it mess? at four. Oh, four, four, yeah, four, but still. For that mess, I'm, this is a, the Rams might blow them out. Oh, yeah, Rams minus four all the way. Yeah, this is the easiest pick of the, the, the night. Oh, so it's Booger McFarlane is doing on field. Yeah, that's the normal. That's the normal uh, Monday night. Fo- oh, they're doing the mon- the Monday night game. So the Jets. The group the makes the regular game. season debut when Gruden's Raiders host the Rams. So the main Monday night cast is doing the second game then. Okay, then who's doing the Jet game then? Witten's part of the the main crew this year. Yes. And so is Booger McFarland. They were joking because he's like. On that that camera that moves along, across down the field, on the sideline, he's he's on that thing. So he goes as as far as the ball goes. Uh oh. Jets Lions Monday Night Crew announced. Beth Mowins and Brian Greasy. <clears throat> All right, so the college broadcast. Wasn't that the girl who did it with um with Rex? Probably. Um, Dan, who are you taking in this in the Rams game? Oh, the Rams, of course. Oops. Rams minus. What just happened? Okay. Cool. Awesome. So those are our picks against the spreads. Remember. We're not responsible for any broken body parts that may occur because of you making these picks. Just keep that in mind. Very important. Yeah, definitely don't listen to us. Yeah. If you're going to listen to us, at least do the opposite. Um, yeah. Like, go half and half. There's some easy ones we picked right in there, but if there's any close ones, just pick opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't listen to us. We're dumb. Well, definitely don't listen to me. I don't know, maybe you guys still got a shot. I, I, my college disaster was... I, I've never seen anything like that. Like, I don't know. I know I don't, follow, I don't follow college football very closely, so I don't really know what's going on, but geez, it was terrible. Well, at least we now know to ask you who you're going to pick. Yeah, so we go yeah, the opposite. Honestly, just completely put your mortgage against me. 
<laughs> I'm going to ask Vin what he thinks about games on Saturday. Just do the opposite. Yeah, you really should. I mean... That, that, that Florida State pick was atrocious. I told you, I, I don't follow them. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they're, you know, they were ranked 19. I figured out. Give it a shot. At home. Yeah, but like, sheesh, man. <laughs> well, I'm not going to get to LSU anymore, that's for sure. Even even Andy Dalton got no, TCU well, look good. The thing with LSU is they're good against everybody else except the SEC. Except for Alabama. Well, I guess that's, yeah. Well, yeah, it's SEC, so it's probably, it's probably true. Yeah, I think they're on the road for all the big games this year, so that could get ugly quick. I think they're on the road so at Georgia. Then I better guess. <laughs> I think they're at Bama. I think they're at Georgia, and I'm not sure about Auburn. But they're so definitely this is like the, the biggest game of the year for them, basically. Yeah. Like It was like, you're either going to win now or you're just never winning. Yeah, pretty much. Alrighty, boys. Well, that was episode 213. You know, Vin's got to get back to work. I do, unfortunately. This is how we'll be doing it for the rest of, well, a good amount of time at least. Those those electric stuff is not going to just sell itself, Vincent. It's not. I need you to help me because you usually sell things when you're there, but... You know what's funny is that I do do more sales there. I, yeah. Don't even get paid for it. Charity work. Well, out of the out of the goodness of my soul. Well, let's you can put it on your tax return. <laughs> Donated forty dollars in sales to the Levittown. Please find Arthur Blank for my check. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> call him up. Excuse me, Mister Blank. You're welcome. Letting you know, sold some stuff. Have a nice day. <laughs> I'll leave him a voicemail. That would be a hell of a voice. He just gets that voicemail. <laughs> well, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is Levittown? <laughs> yeah, where is that? There's a store there. What? Oh God, I gotta get out of this business. <laughs> Alrighty, with that being said, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all social media, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, SND, SNDblog.com, SND Podcast Channel. Make sure you're taking a listen, make sure you're taking a good read. You guys enjoy your first weekend of the NFL season. See you guys later. Hey, Tom,